This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm sorry y'all see me here fidgeting with my hair, but it's like I see a little hair. All right. Anyway, it's an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We are here. Look, last week we did a pod. This week we did a See, we back, y'all. We, we doing what we told y'all we going to. So it's not much going on. It's not much going on. But you know what? That's the way we fucking like that shit. We like it. It's the off season. It's not much supposed to be going on, except for good things. Good things, people chilling. Let's see some little workout videos. Let's see, you know, Steph is on his media world tour. We're going to talk about all of that, but that's what we like. Draymond has been quiet. Continue to be quiet. That's what we like. You know what I'm saying? So I think let's let's get through the, the little stuff so we can get to, to me, what I consider the main event right now. That's Steph. Because he's all over the place, right, Justin? Yeah, he's on a right. little run right now for sure. But um, so listen, like <clears throat> there hasn't really been that much more on Jordan Poole, and I hope it stays that way. It's time to sort of like move on from that. But Kerr did come out and he made some comments, something about like, you know. Yeah, I wasn't good. I don't remember what words he used, but he tried to say like the connectivity, I think, or something like that, Um, that he didn't do a good job of keeping them. Yeah. Yes, Kerr, we know that. I've been saying all season you didn't do a good job. It's not news to us, but we know it's what he does. It's like it's like those after the game where he's like, yeah, I didn't have them ready. I didn't like don't know why I want to hear that shit. Because, like, do you always realize that after something's done, do you never realize it in the situation, you know? So, whatever. Like, that means nothing to me. Um, mm. Okay. Sorry, I just seen, like, an update about Steph. And it says he can't outshoot the spice which I know he did the chicken wings thing, but like, I think, I thought he made it through. Did anyone watch the whole episode? I did. And um, he made it through. He made it through? Okay. Yeah, it was just hot. Like, I don't think, I don't think. Oh, okay. So Steph Curry makes it through an episode of Hot Ones. Of course he did. His wife is Aisha. And what I mean by that is she's Jamaican. I tweeted that before and people were just like, what does that mean? I didn't know she was Jamaican. It means, bro, like we cook with pepper. 
<laughs> That's what it means. So, um, and he even shouted out Aisha in, in, in the show and basically said, that's the reason he eats spicy food now. So, yeah. I re- son, I be knowing, okay? Like, but anyway, we get to stuff in a second. So back to Kerr. So look, <clears throat> Corey Joseph recorded a video the other day. So he's here talking about <clears throat> how he gonna learn from two great point guards. I was like, who the other one? I forgot Chris Paul was on the team. Just for a quick moment until he said it. He is a great point guard, but, you know, I just, I don't really think of him as still, like, on the team, but he's on the team. So, you know, um, so he seems excited to be here. There's been some Jonathan Kaminga footage of him doing crazy athletic things. His head, like, up close to Brit. Like, what's, what's. He's just a super, super athlete, yo. Um, For sure. But we've also been seeing some mid-range shots, three-point shots, just shooting. What do you think about that, Justin? Should we – I know there's this whole thing of, like, the year three jump. Mm. So, one, is that a real thing? Should we expect it from Kaminga in light of the fact that he hasn't had a typical trajectory in terms of player development? Yeah, I think you still should um, expect it, one, because players understand how the business of the NBA works and they understand you only get four years on your rookie deal. Um, And usually that third year and that fourth year is when you start to see guys try to take a bigger leap so they can get a nice payday on their next contract. So um, I think he's had plenty of time to play, right, like in the regular season at least, like, even as a rookie, I think he played over a thousand something minutes. And then last year he played a lot as well. And, you know, I think he's in a better position now just outside of any individual development, just from a team building standpoint, I think he's in a much better position now to take advantage of his strengths already. Hopefully he comes into the season with less weaknesses, but like the things that he's already good at, like finishing around the rim, um, you know, just being really athletic guys like Chris Paul and Dario are going to help him just, allow allow him to put that on display a lot more often and then i think steve kerr just giving him and moses moody a clear runway to rotational minutes and consistent minutes and not being yo-yoed up and down the rotation and stuff like that will also just help him and moses just be more comfortable going forward so moses i'm a little less concerned about but moody not moody because that's who moses is but (laughs) kaminga excuse me we know Kerr wants him rebounding and we know like he has to just do certain things on defense, but he likes to be able to shoot a three once in a while. Is Kerr going to give him the leeway to do that? I think so. I think um, I want to say Kerr at least once last season said that he encourages Jonathan to shoot the open ones because that's just going to keep the defenses a little bit more honest. And that's a key part of his development as a wing, right? That would, successfully transfer him from more like a four or five to a four three you know i think he's already a four three but it would absolutely solidify him as a wing player perimeter player if he can consistently hit open threes um and it would add another dynamic to the team like if he's mid 30s on like a decent volume per game then that completely changes the 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 equation for if he can finish games um you know obviously iq and stuff like that matters but like from a skill set standpoint if he's that big wing that can guard the Lucas, the Dames, you know, do all the things that Wiggins does essentially and hit the three like Wiggins does, 
that that's crazy because you essentially have two Wiggins on the team, which is a luxury that not a lot of teams or any teams in the league has. So um, I think I think he should be working on that three. So what lineup combinations would you like to see um, Kaminga in? I think he needs to always be on the floor with Chris Paul, to be honest. I mean, obviously, if he's on the phone on the floor with the starters, that's fine. But I mean, like in terms of like a second unit, um, I I really feel like him being out there with Chris Paul would be such a good thing. And obviously um, Dario, but um, what mm-hmm. other, who else do you want to see out there? What are the combinations you're seeing? Yeah, definitely that one. I think if we think back to Jordan in 2022, he played a lot with Otto. He played a lot with Gary. Um, and he's just guys that complement his skill set. Um, so specifically with Chris Paul and Dario, Chris Paul as a, as a pick and roll maestro that can tell him where to be, get the ball to him in those spots. And Dario as a big man who can pull um, rim protectors away from the rim to give Jonathan the runway and the space to get to the rim. Um, obviously with Draymond defensively, that's been some of their better lineups throughout, you know, Jonathan's tenure here. He's been really good next to Draymond because Draymond can just – you know, do all the backline stuff while he just has to focus on staying in front of a guy. Um, I want to see him with the starters in place of Looney just to see how that looks because he can kind of slide into like a Harrison, Andre Guadalla type role next to those four. And if he can play where he can hit threes, you know, defend, finish around the rim, then it gives them yet another six, eight wing that's switchable that can, you know, really make that death lineup identity come back to the team. So definitely the starters and like Chris Paul and Dario for sure. Okay. I like it. I like it. Well, I'm looking forward to Kaminga this season. I'm looking forward to Moody this season. Um, We talked about Trace last episode as well, a little bit. So um, some of the younger guys, rookie, to look forward to. I'm just really curious to see how all this is going to work. I want to really know what the final decision is going to be on the Chris Paul thing in terms of mm-hmm. starting, coming off the bench. I know we still won't know that for a little while, but I really hope this doesn't have to be a thing. Like, I hope it doesn't have to be a thing where Kerr is going to have to start him and play him just for a few minutes. And that, like, you know, it's just, that's stupid. So mm-hmm. I hope we don't need to go through that. So, you know, I guess we will see. Um, you know, our friend Chuck Ward, and when I say our friend, I mean friend of the Warriors, had some interesting comments, remarks to Monty Poole recently, but basically was like, <laughs> when he first heard about the Jordan Poole trade, like he just instantly thought, oh, they just really don't like him. <sighs> you know? <laughs> I just don't understand why people have to talk so much about the Warriors who don't know about the Warriors. Like, right. I, yeah, I mean, I think there's validity to the fact that, like, they'd grown, like, frustrated with Jordan. But I don't think that's, like, a collective organizational thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really just about his play on the court. But, I, you know, like we talked about, I mean, we said this, like, ultimately it sort of came down to, like, how he was playing. But then also realizing, like, the him and Draymond thing was not gonna like really be better, right? So it's not just like this, like we don't like Jordan, like let's get rid of him, sort of a thing. Um, I mean, also, also the whole role thing, like he wanted to start, made that clear, right? I mean, he, I don't know if he outwardly said it at all, but it, 
it was it was known that he wanted to start and there was really no path for that happening. So that in addition to the Draymond thing, in addition to him not playing his best basketball, that doesn't mean they didn't like him. It's just like the circumstances are what they are. Right. What we can offer is not conducive to this player. (laughs) And so we're Mm going to trade him. Um, But, you know, Monty also uh, was reporting or at least in his writing saying that like, other GMs, people around the league kind of felt like they still don't know about, you know, giving up a young player for essentially a rental in Chris Paul. I, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm sort of over this trade and what happened. I don't really want to go back and like get back into it in detail. I, I think we understand the finance. Like if you're just talking about financial benefits, because I don't care that much about the warriors in terms of the ownership and money and if they're in the tax, but we know that they're not going to pay the money. They don't want to go into the tax. So knowing that, knowing that they don't want to do that, I just, from a financial perspective, it gives them the flexibility that they're going to need for the future to do things. And so that was a large part of the reason for the trade too. Yeah. I mean, it allows them to sign buyout players. There's a lot of different implications of going over that second arc, second second apron beyond just saving money. It's like it just it stifles teams' roster building ability. So um yeah, it just made sense right financially for them to make that type of move and create and that. from the new CBA rules. Exactly. Exactly. It was just the only question is will it work specifically with, with Chris Paul, the 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 person and the player, right? right? Is he over the hill as a player? I don't think so. And does it work chemistry-wise with him potentially coming off the bench and having his history with the Warriors. Those are the only two questions there. Other than that, you know, it just made sense for the team going forward. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for sure. Well, we got a little time. The thing I'm most anxious for right now is for the schedule to get released. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that still probably won't be for like another month or so. But um, <coughs> their schedule last year was sort of brutal. Yeah. And now that the team is another year older, I really want to see what that schedule is going to look like for my own personal reasons as well. For for starting to plan my calendar for next year. But really, I want to see, because with Chris Paul now added with the team older, another year older, I want to see, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. they have a more favorable schedule this year. Yeah, I mean, they had an extended offseason, so hopefully they've taken, you know, all their time that they need to get their bodies right. We've seen footage of Clay working out, which is a good sign, because we all know that he didn't come into last season in the best shape. Hopefully he's, you know, kind of gotten over the um, the mental hurdle that he had as far as playing pickup in the offseason um, because that's really the best way to get in shape outside of just general workouts and cardio and stuff like that. It's hard to replicate the conditioning you go through on a basketball court without actually playing basketball. So hopefully he's actually playing basketball in a 5-on-5 setting. 
We've seen Jonathan Kaminga has been putting a lot of work in, going to NBA runs, individual workouts, stuff like that. So uh, I think they're going to be ready. It's, it's, and it's key for them to get off to a good start. Everybody keeps saying it, but it's, it's true. It's key for them to get off to a good start because the, the West this year, one, is better. So there may not be any room for you to climb up the standings after starting bad like they did last year because every team was pretty much jumbled at the bottom last year. Uh, I don't think it's going to be the same way this year. I think there's going to be legitimately teams pushing 60 wins or close to it. So you got to get off to a good start and maintain it. Um, and yeah, I think they, I think they will because it just seems like everybody's more serious going into the season um, this time around. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other thing that's happened minor or major depending on how you look at it but you know they they still we know they're probably going to fill one more spot on that roster um don't really know yet who it's going to be but they did sign Lester to a Mm two-way so um but he's going to also be you know going for that last you know that 14th spot as well so I like that yeah I like that too I mean Ideally, for me, I, I, I want them to sign someone, you know, six nine ish or above, you know, whether it be a full, yeah, and keep them on a two way, and then by season's end, they can say, oh, we're good in the front court. Let's just give Lester that fifteen spot, um, because he's going to play a lot of games anyway, whether he's on a two way or roster spot or not. Um, so I think keeping that options open for bigger bodies is is going to be better because they got a ton of guards already. Um, yes. And, you know, going into the season, we know Draymond and Looney are going to be good and available. We know Dario is going to be good and available. Um, Trace is still a question mark. You know, Kaminga is going to play, but is he more of a wing? You know, like he does a lot of wing things. He doesn't he hasn't really shown his ability to do a lot of the big things like like you said, rebounding, protecting the rim and stuff like that. If he takes a leap in that aspect and it adds another player to their front court. But. I still think they need another body or two, just bigger bodies that can just take up minutes over the course of a regular season. Okay. Well, that's the most I think there is really going on with the team. There hasn't been much guys. So um, if something happens, you know, we'll talk about it. But let's let's talk about the star of our team, the face of this organization, the baby face assassin. Because he has been on a tour. I mean, just, I'm like, damn, Steph, can we get an interview? Like, he just, I mean, he's on, like, everybody's show, podcast, and it's, like, all levels of the media. It's not even, like, just the biggest shows. Like, he's doing, like, some smaller shows and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he's just been all over the place, right? He's been really happy since he won his, his golf um competition and we didn't really talk about it that much because we had to spend time on podmond but you know um we don't need to like really get into the golf too much because it's a little old now but everyone knows he won the acc he's the first uh african-american to to win it which is crazy but Mm -hmm. not really unbelievable um so that's pretty dope you know, that he did that. And we know it was like a bit, you know, he had a hole in one. And I don't know that much about golf, but apparently his last shot to win was also a big deal. So, you know, shout, shout out to Steph. It was always a dream of his. It's up there for him. It's up there for him. 
mm -hmm. like up there, very close to like the, the championship. So it really means a lot to him. <laughs> um, I had a take about that. And people who, I don't know, listen to our podcast, if they're Steph fans, they're probably going to love it. But if they play golf, they're probably going to be like, oh my gosh, she's such a casual. I am. I'm a casual. I don't know anything about, about golf. But my, my take was simply that I think ultimately, and I still actually think it's true, but we'll see. Time will tell. But I just said, I think ultimately when all is said and done, that with respect to the Black community specifically, so, you know, again, I want to make sure I'm being very specific, you know, I think that Steph is ultimately going to do more for our community with respect to the game of golf than Tiger did. And, you know, there were some people who were like, what? But there were a lot of people who were like, hmm, that's interesting. And we talked about it. Um, and I, I just say that because um, he's just going to, he's going to bring people like to watch who just would have never watched regardless of Tiger. Mm -hmm. Tiger also really isn't playing now and hasn't been like super relevant for the last, you know, several years. And so like there's a whole generation like these younger people, they don't really like know him mm -hmm. but it's it's because i guess what i'm saying is i feel like what steph does is active versus passive like tiger is a black man but what is he cablanasian um who um he's just a, a person of color let me right. say that who plays golf so you're you're a I don't want to say token, but you're 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 a person who plays the sport but right. doesn't necessarily advocate for it in terms of you know getting more black people involved and and stuff like that. But I think for a long time, as often like what happens like in our culture when there's like the first black anything, whatever, we sort of like revere that person and we look up to them highly and that's cool. That's the thing we do in the black community. But <clears throat> what I felt was different about Tiger was that he really um, seemed to want to distance himself, you know, from mm -hmm. his blackness. There was a clip that was floating around recently when he was younger, and he sort of was, like, saying what he was going to end up doing in the future. Like, he was going to be this great, you know, and what he can do. But he referred to himself as black, and that's the thing that stood out to me the most because I've never heard him call himself black before, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so some people are like, you're mad at him. He is multiple races. I'm like, I'm not mad at him. Right. I'm not even telling him how to identify, but for some people that was off-putting when he did that, not how he identified, but just seemed, it wasn't just that he made that statement about, you know, how he identifies, it was his actions, lots of things that he did that suggested that that wasn't, you know, claiming and embracing his blackness wasn't necessarily something that he wants to do. And that's fine. He doesn't have to do that, but then I don't have to like, hold you in this great light and so I you know some people were just like oh he's the goat and didn't care and loved it and there were other people like me who were like I don't care about this man I don't wish him any harm but I don't care about him he doesn't hold like some great space for me like the way a Serena does and right. what she did for for tennis because Serena Serena was all the way black she was crip walking you know on 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 the court the and had braids and she did right. you know <laughs> black girl things right and it's not yeah. about her being a woman but it's about fully embracing you know that part of you and if you don't want to embrace that that's fine I'm not mad at you for that but I'm not one of those people who's going to be like oh you you've done so much now in contrast Steph is like 
He has the 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 underrated tour. He has the program with Howard. Like it is his it's it's his mission in part, right? Mm-hmm. To make golf accessible to black and brown communities. And to me, that's dope. And that's also a grassroots effort, similar to the way Obama campaigned whenever you do something at the grassroots level, that always generally is is going to be a more impactful thing. Um, So time will tell. I'm not trying to equate or compare Steph's impact on golf to, to Tigers overall, he's the GOAT. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying with respect to bringing in Black viewers, getting access to more younger Black people, getting Black and brown people to play and get interested in it and using his popularity, I think he will be able to. Um, and that's that's a very dope thing to me. So mm-hmm. I'll stop there because I went on a little tangent. No, I agree. I mean, I think his... His stardom is one, for one, I think probably bigger than Tigers at this point, right? Basketball is a global sport. The Warriors are a global brand. Um, And he's been the face of the Warriors for over a decade. So just from a popularity standpoint, it wouldn't surprise me if he's, you know, above Tiger in that aspect. So just there's just more eyes on him, for one. For two, like you said, it's it's been his mission to grow the game of golf, like you said, at the grassroots level particularly in, you know, minority populations, black and brown kids all over the country. And it's growing from there. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Like if, if when it's all said and done, people are like, yeah, Steph did more for golf for, for the black community than like anybody in, in his realm, you know? So I can definitely see it. I can definitely see it. Yeah. And you know, like I said, it's not, it's not a big deal to me. Like, I mean, if he does or doesn't, I'm not going to be like, ooh, but I'm just saying, I just think the way he's popular, popularizing it is. Right. And he's <laughs> he's bringing a lot of that mystique that he brings to the basketball court to it, right? Like the running up and down the fairway and jumping and stuff like that. And like a lot of golfers don't react like that, even when they make the best plays. And there's some guys I'm sure that, you know, react atypically, but um, he's especially contagious with how he celebrates and, and does stuff like that. So I think that that'll have a huge carryover to to popularity as well, right? Highlights. Yeah, because he does it his way, right? He's right. not conforming to the norms of it. Um, it'll be really interesting to see because, I mean, like, I just don't think his basketball career is over anytime soon. So I, it'll be interesting to see what he does post-basketball and golf. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Wow. Just dope, dope. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've asked some people because, you know, there are some people claiming he's like, they consider him like now a two-sport athlete. Some people are saying, no, not yet. You know, again, I don't know enough about golf to to really say. I don't, my guess is like he, because he's not playing it professionally um, and he's not doing it like, you know, full time, mm-hmm. you probably couldn't. But um from the people I've talked to who actually golf, it's like, no, he's really good. It's not like awesome, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, cute little thing. Like, he's really good. Um, and I, I don't know that if he actually golfed professionally that he would, you know, be one of the great greats. But, like, people are like, he could. If he really, you know, wanted to, could probably be a professional golfer. Yeah. Maybe that's in his cars in the future. Like we never, we never know. Like you said, I don't think he's done playing basketball anytime soon. But yeah, I would, I would, 
I will wait till he goes pro in golf to call him two sport. I just yeah. think he's really, really good at a hobby. You know what I'm saying? Like really good at a hobby. <laughs> he's like so he's good. Winning golf tournaments. I know. Even if it's a celebrity one. He's winning Crazy. golf tournaments. Crazy. What did Andre say? Andre said greatest oh, athlete of our time. Yeah, so that was interesting too because we know that Andre always hypes up Steph, so we love him for that. But I probably wouldn't consider Steph that. But what I thought was interesting about Andre saying that is that it was more for me, like, should Steph be in those conversations, though, when we talk about it? Because I feel like the way people think about athleticism, it's like Serena. It's like LeBron, right? Um, But then, you know, I feel like Steph has, like, a different kind of athleticism, like the type that doesn't, like, jump out to you on the page, um, you brought up too, like his hand-eye coordination and all that kind of stuff, right? And so it's like, should he be, when we're talking about like the great athletes, you know, it's like, should he be in those conversations even if you don't have him, as, you know, as the best? I'm not an athlete, so I don't know that's for me to, to judge or say, but I just thought it was like interesting what, what Andre said. Yeah, I think he should be in those conversations. Like you said, there's those qualities are, I guess, a lot of people refer to those as like soft athleticism qualities, like the the not running, jumping type of qualities, not strength, but the other things, hand-eye coordination, balance, um, ambidexterity, like being able to use both hands, stuff like that. He's up there with that stuff. Obviously, the greatest shooter of all time. Um, that in itself puts him in rarefied air. It puts him up, up there with those other you know, men and women of those, you know, upper echelon. So I think he should be in that conversation. I wouldn't particularly put him there. You know, there's been people that could do some ridiculous stuff. So to just crown one is, is feels kind of like weird, but right. he's up there. He's up there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> and Steph, like we said, he's been on like a media tour. So there's, there's a few things that have jumped out to me. Um, well, one, <coughs> I didn't even see it. I didn't even look at it, but I saw the headline. Apparently, he spoke about how close it was to a KD Warriors reunion. So people were, <laughs> um, I don't know, either hype about that or upset or I don't know. Um, I think he said it wasn't really, like he said he talked to KD about it, but it never really went beyond that. Which I already knew. Right. Didn't right. we all know that? Like that wasn't. <laughs> I didn't understand why it was like a news thing. <laughs> people like, I mean, when it, when it comes from the player's mouth directly, people are pretending it's new news, but it's really like, uh, yeah, but it was reported. Yeah, right. Like, right? I already knew that. <laughs> um, but he's been talking, so he's been talking a lot about Kobe in, in like multiple um, interviews. And I don't, I mean, like, I knew he, he went to Kobe's funeral. We know that all, like, many of the players, like, looked up to Kobe or, you know, idolized him or, you know, whatever. I never knew Steph, like, revered him, though, so much in that way. Because, like, you knew Kevin Durant did because mm-hmm. he always talked about him, da, da, da. Like, you know some other players. But I never knew that. But it, it's becoming clear to me, like, how much he really revered, you know, Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount in which he's been bringing it up and also just talking about, like, some of the things that we know, like, you know, Kobe calling him and, you know, Clay killers and like 
him saying like, that's one of the best I'm paraphrasing, but one of his favorite compliments like ever, you know, just Kobe kind of like recognizing his talent, um, how he tried to play it cool when, when Kobe was doing all that guarding and picking him up, you know, yeah. uh, and he was trying to play cool. And that's funny. Cause like, I mean, now like Steph is such a mega star, but then, right. Like he's new to the league. And so I can only imagine, I can't imagine what that's like, you know, someone who you revere in that way and they're like doing this and yeah. you know, you got to keep your cool. But then again, I guess I sort of got it, get it. Cause it's like when I met Steph and I was just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. I was introduced to him and he was like, hello. It's nice to meet you. And I said, it's nice to meet you too. Hello. <laughs> in your mind, you were like, I was like, <laughs> played it mad cool. I was even, I was even complimented for how cool I played it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I guess in the moment you don't really like. I mean, some people are, you know, go crazy and stuff. But you know, when they when they played the Wizards, and we're all in the media room. And I and I'm sitting at the table and I turn around and Steph is like sitting at the same table. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> it's like you kind of pause for a second and then you just start like acting normal and stuff. Like I'm not about to go crazy right here, but it was definitely a cool moment. I didn't say anything to him, but I was like, damn, it's just like Steph Curry right there. Of course. And it's like, you know, <coughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry. I was trying not to cough so you guys could hear me. It sounds worse than it is, but I'm fine. There were a few people last show like, Matt, I hope you're okay. Get the cough checked out. It's just a cough that doesn't want to leave me for some reason, but I am okay. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I feel it all the time. Like whenever I'm just like, they're waiting to talk to a player and I'm just like, I'm really just like Clay, whoever. They're just like sitting in front of me. But <coughs> I'm truly like, I've met. And now, now if I do this, it's going to seem like I'm trying to name drop, so I'm not going to. But I've met a lot of famous people, like musicians, you know, artists, whatever, athletes. But, like, I like I don't care that much about famous people, like, what they do and following them. And they're, like, you know, like, if I'm usually following a famous person, it's, like, for a reason. So, like, I remember one time one of my girlfriends was looking at my Instagram account. She's like, you really don't follow a lot of stuff. I'm like, I don't care about them people. Like, they, like I just. I don't, in general, I'm not someone who cares about people I don't know. So it's like, even like people who are influencers and they like, shout out to them, get the bag. I'm not trying to knock them in any way. But like when they're just like, oh, you know, I organized my closet with this and I did mm -hmm. my day like this. And I'm just like, why do people care what people they don't know do? There are times that like they, they do like they, I'm like, oh, that's good. I can use that. So I'm not saying that there's not like little helpful things I can't learn from them. But in general, I'm invested in people who I know. So I care about what they're doing, their updates and stuff like that. So famous people don't really move me like that. And when it comes to like, you know, basketball, it's like, I want to talk to them, but it's always just about like the sport, what they're doing on their court. I don't largely care about like their personal lives. So like Steph and in general, like Aisha, the two of them, they're one of the few people... <clears throat> that I'm a little bit more into them, you know, um, with Aisha, I just, you know, she's Jamaican. And so that like, if you Jamaican, we already like have a bond. Um, and I think it's so dope that he married like a Jamaican woman. Um, and then, <clears throat> and it's shocking to me how many people did not know Aisha was Jamaican. Like people are like, oh, she's Jamaican. 
yes. And she like really talks about it often. It's not even something that she like right. doesn't put out there, but whatever. Um, so, but then it's the same thing with Steph. Like, I don't know what it is about him. Like, cause there's just not many famous people where I get like, oh my God, that's such and such or whatever. Mm. But like, I just like, and I don't think it's just me. Like, I think the people who love Steph, but in general, he just has a quality about him. It's it's something about him that really endears people to him. Little kids, other adults, you know, I've heard stories, but people just love to be in his presence. They like to be around him. Um, he has like an, a, a really unique ability as, as famous and as such a megastar that he is to really make you feel like a human, you know, like mm-hmm. you're on the same level as him. And I mean, even though I only met him briefly, because, and again, you can catch people in the wrong moments and things like that but it was just the little just like to look at me in my eye acknowledge me nice to me. he didn't have to say that you don't even know me what it's not nice to meet me you don't like you know what i'm saying like he's just <laughs> you know it's something about him <clears throat> but he like he has like a really special quality in that way and so um like he's just very revered and loved and so it's gonna be really interesting over time because we already feel like he doesn't even get like the proper respect I mean we it's it's better now but you know but I just it's gonna be really interesting to see like when his career is actually done we know it's gonna be crazy whatever that last season is but it's gonna be really interesting to see how he's discussed like 20 30 40 years down the road because it's Mm -hmm. like um he really is beloved he really is yeah yeah, I think ultimately the people who are like more so hating in, in some capacity, I think they'll come around and, you know, because by that time, hopefully they'll have one or two more championships and he'll have added more to his resume to the point where it's completely undeniable. I think it's already there, but it'll just be so far, you know, on that path that you only have only good things to say about him, you know? So like you said, off the court, all that stuff, like just the, the personality and stuff like that. I think that'll shine through probably the most, but on the court, it'll be just completely undeniable how good of a player he was or is and, you know, will be. So, yeah. And he's actually sort of funny, you know, like the more that I watch him and like you, when you keep like, let, and I don't know, he, look, he's probably grown and matured too, right? Like the way mm-hmm. Steph talks now, he has like the confidence and like, I'm not saying that he lacked confidence when he was younger, but he just, the way he talks with the media now, he wasn't like that, like younger in his career. But just like when he did the little wing thing, you know, and he's just like, look at us, you know, and he likes yeah. the meme thing. It's like, that was funny. <laughs> he's definitely much more transparent now. Much yeah. More, yeah. He hosted, he hosted the ESPYs, right? He did. He, he did. the ESPYs. Like he's much more outgoing, it seems now, like out of a shell. Um, I mean, obviously he's much more popular, much bigger star now than he was when he first came to the league. So maybe he was out of a shell then we just didn't know. But, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, he's much more kind of, like, out there now. Comfortable in his his star. For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, He was asked a question um, that I thought was really interesting. It was on the big boy, when he did the big boy um, so there were three, there's three things. Um, one was with Robin Lundberg, I think that's his name. And then two is when he was on the big, I, I forget what it's called, the actual podcast, but it's big boy podcast, not the rapper. The, <laughs> um, but he was asked, 
if he had to give any player one of his rings, you know, or any players, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was a fascinating question. And he's like, wow, I've never been asked that before. I can't remember. I feel I know he said Nash was yeah. one of them. Was was it Reggie? Was the other one? Was it? There was two. I can't remember. But I just thought that was like a fascinating question. I just sort of left. It was like he ain't even say Chris Paul, the guy on his own team. <laughs> it, was, it was Nash and Reggie. Yeah. It was Nash and Reggie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, said, he said it would not be Charles Barkley. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big Nash guy, though, too, and Reggie, both of them. So that that tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was like dope. Um, and then he gave his top five, and that video was like floating around too. Oh no, that was not on Big Boy. That was with Buzzer. Was like, yeah, yeah, Buzzfeed like or the, something. The puppy uh, interview. Yes. Um, and he didn't include himself on the list. We know he's done lists with himself on it, but. I thought his his list was fine. I thought it was interesting. He put he took Larry off and put Kobe at small forward, and that had some people up in arms. Same list as me, but I would have you know obviously put him in for Magic. Other than that, I would keep the list the same. <laughs> I'm gonna stop hating on my God, Magic. See, Steph understands Second Magic's team. greatness. Second team. Second team. Under that team, he did that team. He won the next team. Him and Braun. We're not going to disrespect the legend right now, Magic Johnson, on this um, <laughs> on this show. Um, they're you know they're like to me when I do my starting five, I have both of them on it, and I just have Magic at the five playing center. Oh, and that's yeah. Okay, I respect it. Yeah, and that way I don't have to bench either one of them. So who um, you take, do you take Tim Duncan off or Shaq? I'm okay with that. No matter, um, no matter. Okay. They're still. I mean, look, Magic's ranked higher than both of those guys in right. NBA history. So <laughs> why not? That's true. I understand that, like, that's not his position, but he can play the position. I respect it. I, I'm not gonna argue on that. I'm not gonna argue on Magic being over those guys. So. Thank you. I appreciate that coming from a savant like yourself. Um, <laughs> and so. Um, he also, I was asked to describe his relationship with LeBron in one word. He said complex. Complex. And I, you know, it's so funny because usually you say complex and someone's going to be like, hmm. But the way he did it was like so charismatic. It sounded so lighthearted. Like, yeah, you know, because then he just like starts telling the story. Blah, blah, blah. He got the training. He got the media <laughs> training down. <laughs> he got the media training down. We all know, bro. He don't like LeBron for real. That's what no. I think. I think he, he's cool with LeBron, but he is definitely a part of him that's like, man, LeBron. Like all the things that because well, there's a lot of shit there in the background, and we yeah. know that, you know. So I think he respects LeBron, and mm-hmm. I love now that he got to a place with many of these lists he does where he's comfortable leaving LeBron off, and I'm because I see it annoying the past, like. Stop putting him on your fucking list. Like that's someone you're competing with. I like that shit. <laughs> yeah. gets- if you're my rival, I ain't putting you on no fucking list. But that call me petty. <laughs> Dang. I mean, if you're my rival, if we got the mutual respect, sure. But if you're doing stuff like making uh, dolls with my dead body for the Halloween party. 
and getting my teammates suspended and doing all this weird stuff. And actively lobbying to try to make sure that like Kevin Durant is the one recognized as like the best yeah, player. In the... weird stuff. There's just so much there. And like, I, we're not going to go back and rehash all of that, but it's just like, okay, yeah, fine. Now you show respect. And of course there's some fans like, Oh, it'll be so great. If they play together. No, I never want them to fucking play together. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, no, I'm not interested in it. So, but that said, shout out to LeBron James and the James family. Glad that Bronny James is okay. Um, he just experienced, um, went through cardiac arrest. Thankfully, he's okay. He's out. He's released. Um, so we we are not conspiracy theorists here. Um, a lot of y'all got real weird, or not y'all, because I, I I think our listeners are normal people too. But a lot of people got weird <laughs> about about Bronny James. So I'm just so happy to hear that he's doing okay. Um, we'll know more in the future. I hope that he'll still be able to have the basketball career that he desires to have. And that's like really, you know, but obviously the biggest thing is that he's, he, he made it through. He's alive. Right. And we, we thank God for that and just wish the best for them. Um, but yeah, nah, I don't, I don't need LeBron and then Steph, like, I'm good. I'm good on that. I mean, I'm, I was good with the all-star team up. That was cool. And hopefully they do the Olympics together. That would be cool to watch. But on a real NBA court. He's doing another Olympics. It's not time for LeBron to stop the Olympics. I kind of want them to all do it. Him, KD, Bron. I want all like the legends. I don't. Go, go win that shit with these, other, with these dudes. Yeah. Go win it. Because it's the end of their era. Like after this next three, four year span, they're going to be either out the league Ron or, you know. Done. His era is done now. He's just, I don't know. He's he's still here playing, waiting for his He's time. on a it's, contender, though, so he's still he's still in it. No, it's his era is done. It's, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's era is done. Yeah, but I, I'm like, mean, you, know, you know, like how in a dream team were like Mary, Mary, Larry and Magic were like, you know, they were kind of done, but they still was on the dream team. But Steph isn't done. Like, LeBron is actually done, so... <laughs> Respect. Whatever. I Steph need to do the Olympics because he's the only one that hasn't been. I don't really care. Kevin Durant's still gonna do it too. He's there, but LeBron is like, he, I know he's gonna be on the team, but what? Whatever. Anyway, Steph just hopefully he's healthy because it's always something with his health that yeah. has to make him sit out. So it's just like I know he wants to. I know he wants it on his resume. So we just hope and pray for like good health. Um. <clears throat> Yeah. So, yeah, so I love the media rounds. He made it through the wings. I knew he would. When I first saw it, I said, I tweeted, I was like, let's see if that Jamaican wife you got has taught you anything. My man didn't even take a drink. He went through the wings, no milk, no water, none of that. First of all, that is so weird to me when people keep bringing up milk. I don't know how you people were raised, Um, but (laughs) I mean, I think it's it's a little gross, but like I think there's something with milk, like the thickness of it that, you know, no. kills the spice the spice better than water does. I think that's what it is. I personally, I'm like, why don't people just use ice cream? I feel like that'll just kill all spice. Bro, man up. The other day. I mean, I'm not doing it, but I'm just saying, if you want to do it. I would love to do it because I know I probably will not even break a sweat. Let me say the other day. I don't know about that. I don't think you understand how much I love pepper. No, like it's no, 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 look, look. <laughs> I've tasted some of the hot sauces. I'm telling you. It's I 
I insanely love Pepper. Like, it's oh. like probably not like my parents are like, seriously, you know, we might have to do a we because I think they sell the kits. You might have to get, both get a hot ones kit and do a lot. Okay. I mean, but I don't know if I'm gonna like all their flavors because I don't be liking you Some know, don't even have flavors, just spice, it's just heat. This is like my you know, my bouginess and my cooking and all of that, but like, I don't be li- like, I like Caribbean hot sauces, you know, like there's a difference sure. between yeah. like non-Caribbean hot sauce and Caribbean hot sauce. So mm-hmm. I don't be eating them hot sauces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I feel you. And so it's like, I don't, like, it's not on some oh, I can't take it as much as, like, I'm very funny, but yeah, like, no, I think it's dope, you know, and like, I did like, the other day when I was in Vegas, it it was like one of those, um, it's one of the places that's actually based in Nashville, but I forget the name of it right now. But you know, Nashville's known for, like, hot chicken. Mm -hmm. It's like their thing. But it's it's a famous place from Nashville, and there was, like, a location in Vegas. And I'm like, I feel like I had this place before, but I couldn't remember. So they have like different levels. And I was like, give me the hottest level. And the person's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, right. So I took it. But now I remembered why I don't really like it. Cause it's like, they do theirs with like a season, a seasoning and it, it's too yeah. much seasoning. Like dry. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's too much seasoning, but whatever. So I got that. And at the time I didn't have like a drink with me. Um, let me tell you something. It was pretty hot, and I just was like, I had water with me, but it was room temperature. It wasn't cold, and like, if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything hot like that, you gotta yeah. have right. So I just kept going, okay, and I just kept eating. It did the whole thing without having anything cold. Trump is a goat. He's a goat. You know, I'm just like he he. Let me tell you something. Once you eat Scotch bonnet peppers food with Scotch bonnet peppers in it, mm-hmm. that's it. You good. You good. And when I be cooking, because most people, when they cook, they put like a half or one scotch bonnet pepper in their stuff. That's it. You put Me? Two. Or t- if I'm cooking for others, that's how I cook. But when I cook for myself, about four or five scotch bonnet peppers go in oh my, my shit. God. I'm not even exaggerating. That's I was funny. dating this dude once and I made something. I don't remember what I made, but I put like, like about uh, some chicken. I did like four peppers or something. And he likes pepper though. So he was just like, whoo, you know, he had to like have his drink. He's like, you always make it this spicy for the people. I said, no, I know you can handle it. I wouldn't do this, you know, like if guests were coming, but I love pepper. My father, I'm like, you're wow. a lunatic. And my mother's like that too. But like my father, like he can't really like for health reasons have it anymore. So she doesn't get to cook with pepper like that. So she goes crazy. So like when I go down and I visit her, she actually will like cook the food and then take his out. And then she lets it cook a little bit more and she puts in the pepper for me. Cause she knows like, I, I can't be eating no, like it doesn't taste right to me. So anytime, anytime they come up to visit me and I cook for her, especially if my father's not around, she's like, oh God. Cause she hasn't had like a pepper <laughs> so long. And so she's so happy. Not like it's too hot, but she's like, could my mother... She can take pepper. I can take pepper. My brother and father, nah, they're not on our level with the pepper son. Mm. Okay, okay. So you can take pepper, Justin? Of course. Of course. Okay, because I make my own jerk seasoning. So if I touch bonnets in there, <laughs> I will dumb. I, I will do not do that for you. <laughs> you can do five. That's fine. 
I like spice. I like spice. I like spice. So, but yeah, no, because like I don't be like shout out to Walker's word though. That's the goat. But I make my own jerk seasoning. It's mm. bomb. It's good. I thought about selling it at one time, but I don't got <laughs> the time to keep making it. So yeah. So shout out to Steph. You handled it like a champ. Aisha taught you well. And he said it, so don't be thinking I'm just trying to give her credit. He was like, as soon as I married my wife, her Jamaican heritage, I learned quickly. You know, they they like a lot of spicy stuff, so he had to get on board. Yeah, I can't have no man that's no punk talking about he can't take spice. Yeah, that's crazy. That's whack. So shout out to you, Steph. You a goat with the peppers. And he was eating that chicken. He did you see the? Oh, you watched it where they were like, "Your team just yeah. wanted you to know you don't have to eat the whole chicken wing." <laughs> if I'm on it, I'm eating the whole chicken wing. Why am I not? Eating the whole he didn't even eat the whole chicken wing because he was still being polite. Because they were still like at the ends, a little something on them chicken wing. I'm yeah, like, you yeah. ain't tearing up them bones properly the way you're supposed to. And by the way, for the record, those are real chicken wings. We not doing that boneless shit. That is not like. <laughs> I don't why you laughing? You eat boneless chicken. No, bonus chicken's okay, but you, you mean do nuggets not and tenders? Nuggets and tenders? Yeah, I, I eat nuggets and tenders. I don't know how this ever become a thing. It's not boneless chicken wings. It's nuggets and tenders or just a chicken breast or something. It's or so thighs. Rude. Strips. I'm just like, why is this a thing? It's so rude. Wings should have the bone. Okay, last question, Justin. <laughs> last question. Flats or... Flats? I don't even have to say the alternative. I don't even have to say that. Oh, right. My God. Flats and blue cheese. I don't no fuck ranch. With no ranch. We can't do the ranch. I don't fuck with either one of those. Okay. I'm not a condiments fine. person, though. That's fine. That's fine. But flats for sure. All flats. If I go to any wing place, I'm ordering all flats. People be acting like there's no difference, but there is a difference in the taste. For sure. And the drums are, like, drier. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? They're drier. It's hard. It's easier to overcook or undercook a drum. Flats are like, you know, they're perfectly cooked most of the time. Justin, you are making me so proud right now. Oh my gosh. Come on. You know I got the food thread on my page. It's all good stuff on there. <laughs> Some of it takes a little off, but you on point too because you also know that French toast is the goat. It's the goat breakfast pastry for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Golden Spaces. You know, um, we had to deviate a little bit, but that's okay. It was a fun conversation, Justin. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we already know. We got, we was talking to Greg earlier. We got less than two, three months before we right back in the season. So we getting the non-basketball-ish content in right now because it's the off season. So. Yeah. Yeah, at some point we'll also have to talk about that Uh in season tournament not now but they put out the dates so in vegas so whatever that'll be interesting yeah i'm well, just glad they didn't add games it's still 82 games that's the only thing i'm but the people who get to the tourney they would have an extra game they would get yeah they would get that one extra game. <laughs> but it doesn't count towards like the in season it's very weird it's very <laughs> mm-hmm. it's very strange um, but yeah, good things to come. Hopefully, hopefully the rest of the, the off season will be drama free for the Warriors. That's what we want. That's what we, we want to see. So mm-hmm. stay
stick with us. We'll be back next week. We'll see what happens. Um, but we really do appreciate y'all support and uh, always sending us the me- messages, letting us know y'all listen. I don't know about you, Justin, but to me, I'm still almost like, wow, you really listen. You know, right. it's like, that's dope. You know, it's like, you don't have to listen to us. There's, this is a very oversaturated market. You can be listening to any mm-hmm. other podcast. And I'm not even saying that you exclusively listen to us, but that you take the time to listen to us, give us feedback. Even sometimes when you like, she don't know what she's talking about or whatever. Like, you know, I'm like, y'all wrong, but it's still like <laughs> you, you listening, you're taking your time to interact and, and we appreciate y'all. So thank you. Um, for supporting us and we will do our best to continue to bring you content that you want to listen to. So make sure, you know, you know the drill, you know the drill by now, guys. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, at Golden Spaces Pod. Make sure you tell a friend, share it, download. <laughs> I love when Justin does it now. Look, y'all, I got a little thing coming for y'all with Justin. That I'm gonna put up, so you just gotta catch it on social. But we got a little oh. dancing from Justin. We got a little. Wow. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow it was wow. not in the record. It wasn't in the the takes that made the pod, but we still got the footage. So we gonna put it out when he least expects. But for real, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Thank you for tapping in with us. We will be back next week. Until next time, take care, y'all.